Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Oops the Podcast is presented by The Busker. Triple cask, triple smooth. Smooth, delicious Irish whiskey for the modern world that blends the cultural and wonderful heritage of Ireland. Yeah, dude. Authenticity of a top quality Irish whiskey while also bringing a disruptive approach to the industry with a modern and straightforward look uh, and a feel good which goes beyond the Irish whiskey category. Right? Look at that thing. Where bold meets tradition. Never know what they're missing. One sip of busker. Remember the name. <laughs> and finally, make sure to enter the busker buzzer beater giveaway. Watch this year's college basketball championship in style with bold merch from the busker. They're gifting one lucky winner the ultimate busker basket featuring some of our favorite products. So don't miss out on your shot to win. Head over to their IG to enter. The contest is open to U.S. residents only. Must be 21 and over to enter. And it had a horrible layout where everything got centralized in this hall. Like, you open the door, there's a wall right there. It was, like, contained, and mm. and it spread out in certain ways, but every, there was it got dirty, and everything piled up, and yeah. he kept shit from years, like, old cords, old mouses from computers. <laughs> I don't know what's up with guys and the cords. I do guys, too. Get rid of the cords. We're afraid. We, we don't know what it belongs to. I'm like, what? Like, but God forbid it's the cord that connects the refrigerator <laughs> to the wall. You never know. You just you never don't know. know. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right. Lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. All right, guys. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Uh, I'm sitting here, as always, with Francis. How are <laughs> hey. you doing? Uh, and I'm going to do my best attempt at a Francis-level intro here. Ooh. Francis is known for giving the best intros intro in guy. podcasting, so I'm going to attempt to do it as well today. We have esteemed, hilarious comedian, made her way, her rise to fame through the roast scene. You might have seen her on Wildin' Out, uh, and she has a bunch of exciting stuff coming down the pipeline as well. The hilarious, the lovable, Maddie Smith. Whoa! Hey, that! Almost a Francis level. That was a good intro. Pretty good intro. <laughs> there were a lot of intro. details. Did I leave anything out? Um, yeah, like a lot, but I'm not going <laughs> to freak out about it. You know what I mean? I think it, we should go with the flow, but I thought that was great. Very personable, too. What, what are the... You were in the roast scene? Yeah. Dude, I did roast battles in New York for like a, two years. That's like what really? put you on the map, right? Yeah. Like initially, like Maddie was just known to be, she like ran this roast thing and it, she was this like hilarious roaster. Yeah. And every, and like, that's how I first heard about you. Yeah. And then. Like the New York Comedy Club battles and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just calling people autistic, gay, fat. Wow. Poor. But that's just me looking at my reflection. <laughs> Wait, were you? But didn't you have a, a show elsewhere that you would? That yeah, you Fight Club. Fight Club, and that was oh. at Lucky Jacks. Yeah, and that would be for like new comics to just fucking call each other names and stuff. It was really uh -huh. fun. I was like on the dais. Wasn't there a guy who did that who would wear leather vests? Yes, Matt Marion. Yeah, I remember He's like, him. Um, you no sleeves. Mm -hmm. He calls himself because it's like. You know, roasting is very wrestling esque. Yeah. So Matt called himself the um, sleeveless wonder of the world. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Nice. And I was like the Duchess of Comedy <laughs> Fight Club. I was thinking it was a good time. We would benefit 
by doing some version of a roast situation here at Barstool some, at some point. I think so, too. Oh, I think fun. people, if they don't do comedy, might get a little emotional. Really? Yeah. That might be true. It's like when people always want a birthday roast and then it starts and they're like, uh-huh. You can't talk about the fact I do cocaine. Yeah, yeah people yeah. who work, people yeah, I yeah. work with, are here. Yeah, actually, <laughs> it's always uh, like that. That's a really good point. Like they, they should have some sort of briefing on the fact that anything can be talked about. Yeah, literally totally. anything. I could see motherfuckers here getting a little, you know, like be start good swaying. Huh. Afterwards, like, hey, can we talk? Yeah. yeah. Well, you could always flip it and do compliment battles, like what Roan does. Yeah. And just make it who can who can compliment the other person the funniest way. <laughs> Have you ever seen him do those compliment no, that's battles? Yeah, the rap they're ones, amazing. Yeah. He's so funny. they're so clever and they're they're feel good. That's really funny. But I don't want to feel good. I want to hurt people's feelings. Huh? Do you ever do I those? Feel good. No, and I I I'm glad I didn't. Do you did you choose not to because you felt you were too sensitive? I never got asked to do one that I thought would benefit my career yeah you know i never got asked to do the comedy central one with with the roast battle that was like with jeff ross on the mm-hmm. dais i never i never it was always like something very small in a you know and i was like i don't i don't i don't yeah. even know the people i would be roasting right, right, right. yeah yeah um it's not worth it for me to spend time writing jokes about this random person i don't know mm-hmm. when i did it it was like quantity so i did so many that it made like a little move the needle for me. Well, you because it was you, doing like a million of what you got asked, and to you do. filmed them, right? Did uh, you put out clips from them? No, not back then. Oh, yeah, we we wasn't doing clips. Back <laughs> it was pre clips. No. Back in our day, pre clips. Yeah, yeah, we were in it. We were in it for the love of the game. Wow, the idea of like putting stuff on Instagram. Remember when we started stand up? Yeah, what? I yeah. remember. I remember that where it was like don't ever release yeah. any <laughs> clips of what you say on and stage. then andrew schultz name started trickling down to us and they're yeah. like he's putting clips on yeah. social media yeah 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 he, he we're like charge. what and now he's How selling he? out the whole weekend yeah now he has the dallas he's cowboys cheerleaders opening his show adding shows in stress factory yeah bridgeport so yeah really? i'm burning material like i remember i remember him i remember schultz at a time when he was he was started adding a second Thursday show, and then yeah. it was like theaters, mm-hmm. Australia tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio right. City Real Music Hall, and we'll all be there soon. <laughs> we don't have a crystal right. ball to know when that moment is. Right. Well, right. Maddie, you're very. You're, I've always found you to be pretty effective and impressive at the way you just do your thing. Wow. Right? Would you agree with that? I appreciate that. You seem to get a lot done. You yeah. don't seem to let like stupid hangups prevent yeah. you from putting yourself in situations because like, I feel like a lot of comedians are afraid to get hurt. So it prevents them from trying things, Mm. but you don't seem to have that. Am I wrong about that? Yeah. I have a drama free life. First of all, drama free 2023. (laughs) Second of all, um, yeah, I just try to get up and uh, I'm always just like, uh, how can I, I'm like competing with myself. Mm. I don't really don't give a fuck what other people do. Like when I'm watching shows, like in one ear, out the other. She sounds yeah. like Nadal, dude. Mm. I play my best tennis, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I don't know, stand up is just like, whatever. Just trying to have fun. No one really has fun anymore. I have a lot of opinion, fun. Right? I have a lot of fun when I do it. 
Only when I'm on the road, I have a lot of fun. I have fun on the road. I have fun on the road performing. You step on stage, you know you have an hour. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I, I, y'all are mine. Not not to not to brag too much, but on the last show at, in, in Minneapolis, I got a standing ovation. That's insane. And I what? just, it was like I was having my batteries charged. Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't want to get off the stage, you know? The whole crowd stood up. And I was just wow. so stoked about it. Did you start levitating? I felt <laughs> like I was flying off the ground. And then we only sold six t-shirts and it came crashing back to earth. Interesting. <laughs> By the way, quick quick aside on I think on the that. standing ovation was just them getting up to leave or no? Uh, no. No, because they were clapping. And oh, okay, okay, okay. They weren't going anywhere. I checked. Okay, all right. We all locked right. the doors. <laughs> um, it was a fire hazard. No, we we were... This is funny. You'll appreciate this. We are, I had two, I had a host and a feature uh, in Minneapolis. And right when we walked into the green room, the the feature was Brendan Gay. Do you know him? Yes. Uh, he was here in New York for a couple of years. Yeah, he was. Uh, great comic, great guy. And he, um, I, I, I started out, I was like, you know, I'm really glad to have you because a lot of the time when I go on the road, the club just appoints features and they can be so brutal unprofessional whatever just like not getting it i've had features that go up and like hawk their merch Mm -hmm. and he started laughing he was like i actually i actually have merch like do you mind if i sell it and i'm like oh no i didn't mean you (laughs) you know um and not only did he have merch to sell but the host was selling merch too and we were the only people not selling merch to our crowd and I'm like, fuck, man, why are we not in the merch game? So <laughs> the next day, Ryan and I walked into the Mall of America that our hotel was attached to. Mm-hmm. Oh yep, Bloomington. Yeah. And we walked into a t-shirt printing store and we were like, hey, um, can you guys do any design? They were like, yeah, what do you think this is? Day of merch? And we were like, all right, <laughs> can we get 50 t-shirts printed with this colorful poster the tour poster and this thing on the front they're like okay and we had them do it and we were like oh my god so sick we're gonna sell these t-shirts in the first show i hope the second show people have some have some to buy if they need (laughs) do you think we got enough right we set up our table for merch and we were right next to the host who was selling koozies and he was more towards the entrance than us Mm -hmm. so he was upstream of us right when the crowd was let out of the show it was as if he was selling iphones and i was selling exploding samsung galaxy people bought the koozies they dude they it was like they couldn't buy them fast enough. wow (laughs) he had beanie babies in 1995 right he had the hottest thing in town and Tiki Chorches in Charlottesville. Yes. <laughs> once once they bought their koozie, they were like, oh, T-shirts for three times more? Yeah, no, I'm right, good. Right, And they just fucked off. And Girl. we did not sell very many T-shirts. I'm so sorry. Flying home with each of us holding yeah, two trash bags right. of T-shirts That's the problem, was yeah. not a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, Do you sell awesome. merch? I don't sell merch. I don't either. 
That's why. This was the first time I Humiliating to come home with it. First time mm-hmm. I ever had. Yeah. We do feel like we can improve the merch situation. Absolutely. We think we have a, a solution to this. Dude, people make bank on You sell Adderall, dude. What do you think? <laughs> That's your merch. One Easy guy. to transport. <laughs> One guy, we had a, a drop-in feature who asked to do a quick guest spot on the on one of, on the Late Show on Friday, who was great, and he had merch. Yeah. So the God. three people oh in front of me, God. but his merch. We got a farmer's market here. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. His <laughs> merch fuck? was personalized edible tin. Okay. Of marijuana. Oh, you, he was selling marijuana? He was selling gummies. Really? And they were sick. Can you do that? That's sick. In Minneapolis, in the state of Minnesota, edible marijuana is legal. Smokable marijuana is not. Okay. <laughs> it's got to be five milligrams. Five milligrams or less really? per, per bite. Believe it or not, That's dude. Nothing. Who the fuck's measuring that? Knows that. I know. That's but, nothing, by the way. But believe it or <laughs> not, had... this this to me cool was actually a solid way to introduce legal marijuana to That's the state. That's actually great, yeah. Um, I don't know why. Like, And, and the, the legal smokable weed is coming any second now. They're very okay, much on okay. the eve of yeah. it. But they were like, we're going to start with this. And we want it to be like combo thc and you can buy like sodas that have it really and it's in small amounts like the sodas will have three to five milligrams and then the bites will have whatever five milligrams Mm -hmm. per bite but he this guy was selling these little things and you know immediately i he gave me one and it was just awesome it was great i thought it was really cool merch that's a good idea i would take that over a koozie i haven't used a koozie in years oh yeah. yeah who's still buying those when have you opened a can of beer in your home? Southern people like koozies. Yeah. I think it's honestly just about making a crowd feel like, oh, here's a little memento that is not going to break your bank after signing a you know bill with a two yeah. drink minimum for a party of four <laughs> yeah. and having bought these tickets. You know? I know. There's a $6 souvenir that'll help my career. Yeah, a little gift shop. I agree with you, though. It's like that's the first thing that gets thrown out when you're moving or yeah. like doing a spring cleaning. Francis Ellis koozie, koozie and a tote bag. Bye. Yeah. With, <laughs> with, with that said, a a koozie. The uh, what? What's the really good cooler company? Brevi? Yeti. Yeti. Yeti makes a koozie that's like plastic, which keeps your beverage cold, truly cold. It envelops the full can. It's called the Rambler. And mm, you bring those Rambler. on a golf course. Mm-hmm. Those are those right. are helping your day. All right, those okay. are helping your day. Yeti makes a good product. They really do. <laughs> when I worked in finance, Yeti was like the number one thing that we would give clients for yeah. gifts. Yeah. You when did you stop finance? working your day job? When I got wild and out. Wow. Yeah. Bye, bitches. Bye. Which is how long? How long has that been now? Right before the pandemic. Okay. So I was working at a firm called Newberger Berman. They didn't know I did comedy. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was good super job. secret. They do know now. Oh, wow. Because my friend Stuart. Uh, is friends with one of my coworkers' brothers, and they go out and do together. Uh. And one night after I quit, she was like, <laughs> <laughs> "She was like, do you know Maddie Smith?" And he was like, "Yeah, what the fuck? She does comedy. None of us had any idea. Isn't that funny? Uh-huh. They what had did no you idea. do at the job? I was like a project coordinator. So boring. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and I got to the point where I couldn't talk about anything because there was no in between. Mm-hmm. I had to keep fully quiet so that." Because every night I was out doing comedy. So they'd be like, how was your weekend? Fine. 
that's it. Wow. Can't say anything else. Because I was out till 3 a.m. doing roast battles and stand-up, calling people fucking gay and ugly. Yeah. Oh, well, it was fine. They thought I was mute. They thought I was like... Literally, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're like, what's wrong with her? Right. Were you just exhausted? Yeah, I was really tired all the time. Uh A little bit depressed because you're so tired. Yeah. Go to finance and then do spots until 2 a.m. Were you you at the job from, you know, 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. or something? Nine to five. Oh, okay. So it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Went to Equinox at lunch. Can't complain. Nice. Went to a spin class every day at lunch. Wow. Literally showered. Came back and was like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Left at five and then uh, went to like do shows like in my finance clothes. Yeah. I would go out in like a pencil skirt. Holy smokes. Yeah. Just cause how long did you do that for? Um, Two years is wow. how long I worked there. Wow. It was fucked up. It was so boring. <laughs> what did you do before? Um, When I moved to New York City, I was working at the college that I went to actually tried to start a uh, an office in Brooklyn, like a study away program for kids to like do summer programs in Brooklyn. Totally mm. failed. But I was there for two years and Where'd I just kind of like SUNY Geneseo, SUNY uh-huh. upstate. Mm. It's upstate. And um, they kind of just had me sitting in um, a Brooklyn apartment for two years um, while they decided they wanted to keep the program going or not. That so during that time, I started doing comedy. Yeah. And they, I was getting like no supervision. It was a really weird time. What year was that? When did you, what year was that? 2016 to 17. Uh-huh. And then I started in finance. And then I got on Wild It Out in 2019. When did you start doing stand-up? 2016. Wow. Yeah. You just hit the ground running. Yeah, it was pretty much like, I did a little improv when I first moved to New York. Yeah, same. I was like, this is cool. And then I started stand-up and I was like, improv is gay. Mm-hmm. Respectfully. Okay. Just like paying for classes and stuff like it's super corporate. Yeah. You have like teachers who don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. And for what? To get on a house team? That's not happening. I I ranted about the UCB. They scene. run you through the gauntlet. Yeah. Recent. Yeah. Just the other day here, I talked about. It. I hadn't thought about it in a long time. Yeah. And uh, I realized just how kind of kind of Scientology esque. They, it was literally it's it's oh you're doing great now to progress to the next level it'll oh, be yeah. another 450 dollars if you keep if you keep staying in the program and we pass you into advanced study advanced you're study. not ready for advanced study yet. practice this, group though this hallowed yeah. tier of enlightenment in, in improv <laughs> so you got to take another 401 you got to take one more 401 and then you'll get passed into advanced oh you're in advanced study what now House team. Where's my oh, SNL Oh, which house team are you on? Oh, you're not the, on that one. Where's my Capital One commercial? Where's my Capital One? Where's my Chase Bank yeah. sponsorship? Yeah. Why am I not Amy Poehler yet? Yeah, exactly. I'm confused. The journey just seemed very long, and um, why would you rely on that when it seems like pure luck? Yeah. Well, the, you, the I thing- I was like, why would I pursue this if- the thing it's that such a crap the most eye-opening moment for me was when um, I I had sort of decided I don't know if I should do any more improv, and I had a commercial audition. I'd gotten a commercial agent, and through UCB, no, it was through doing a commercial acting class. At the end of which, a a bevy of agents would come to watch, and one of them sort of unofficially signed me and would send me on auditions and I went on an audition for something 
can't remember exactly what it was. And one of the most senior, respected teachers at UCB, a legend there, really was in the audition with me. Yeah, no, literally. And I was like, we're trying for the same yeah, shit, and definitely. you're somebody that I've been taught was this like Hall of Fame UCB person. Yeah. Your life sucks as much as mine does? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Then I don't think that's cool anymore. I know. I think that happened to me. I started Googling all the teachers. Yeah. And they would be like, featured on Funny or Die once, and then otherwise yeah. not really much. Yeah. This is a scam. Yeah. Being a UCB teacher is a shitty job. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. And. They'd always show up late. Yeah. They didn't know. Like, You'd have substitutes all the time. Substitutes. Do you know how many times one of my UCB teachers had their air conditioning unit break and flood their apartment? <laughs> and I believed it, too. Right. Because I just, it made me think, wow, they all live in horrible apartments. They all live in horrible apartments and their grandpa- grandparents are sick. Yeah. I guess every week. Yeah. Oh, you got yourself a little, little oh, calm over there? Oh, yeah. Ah. Oh. Must be nice. Used to bring those for both of us. There's one in the other room if you want it, but I robbed one for myself. Too late. Selfish, sorry. Too late. Yummy, yummy, yum. End of an era. End of an era, beginning of a new one. Gallerati in the smaller apartment. But guess what? Don't matter because I'm drinking the calm. If the fridge is still going to hold those delicious delights. The fridge is still packed with hangobies. We're drinking them. No. You should be too. Yeah, it's going to make you, every sip of that hangobi in that new apartment is going to make you think, wow, this place is actually 28% bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> dude, this is true. Exactly. I feel like I'm right at my old That's home. That's a good act of listening right there, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, 28%. Um, and I'll tell you this, dude. If things don't work out in the apartment, we do have a balcony, and we are on the 35th floor, so I can always hop right oh off. Holy <laughs> smokes. <laughs> well, one way to not do that is to drink the calm. Yes, you should be drinking calms if it's you have those thoughts. It's got that uh, delicious uh, chamomile. It's got some uh, melatonin that will make you kind of just get you slow your mind down, make you not worry so much about the small things, and by that I mean the small apartments. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and send you right to bed, right to bed, uh, with visions of Zelda dancing in your yeah, head. That's right. That's what we need. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for the new one to come out. Uh, but yeah, Hangobi now over in over 200 stores. Damn. You guys have watched it, uh, grow steadily and strongly, uh, trying to get the word out. It's a delicious beverage. Three amazing flavors, the calm, uh, the wake and the essential all worth trying and enjoying. Go to hangobi.com. Use promo code. Oops. I'm hung. No apostrophe in the I'm. Oops, I'm hung. 30% off your order. Uh, we think you're going to like it. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> did you do any improv? Uh, like, so I, I did, but not like formally. Like, I didn't do UCB or anything, but I ended up in this like improv hidden camera show that really? I just like, yeah, yes. that I did like 20 something episodes of what? MTV. Yeah. Um, it was like a prank show, but like we'd have to like make up these like intense. What was that called? It's called Totally Clueless. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On MTV. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that, which then I saw, yeah, it's random. But then in like acting school, they make you do some improv classes also. And they love to brag about how like, they're like, this is more improv training than you'll ever need. I don't know. But I, this is resonating with me a little bit though, because I remember seeing my like voice teacher from like theater school at an audition. And I I always just thought this guy was like, like, you, he, you'd be doing this absurd shit. He'd be like, okay, everyone. (laughs) <laughs> like we're yeah. all like going like 
Yeah. Like yeah. wiggling our tongue. It was so stupid. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I hate this guy. And then I'd see him at shit and I'd be like, this is fucking bullshit. Oh my too. God. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Everyone is just a fucking loser. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Having a day job in your real job isn't that sweet. Does that make sense? Like imagine if we were teaching people mm-hmm. how to do stand-up comedy. No. That's to me is admitting failure. It it is. It's also leeching off your own industry in yeah, a way. It is. Yeah. I don't know. Is that the wrong do you disagree with that? Maybe I that's just feel true. bad because I'm like friends with people who who do that. Like Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Then but I retract. Friendly that. with <laughs> no, I know that that's like whatever, but but I hear ya. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like to me, it doesn't necessarily feel like the best yeah. move, but like, I don't know, maybe it's easy money. I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, if I taught a class on stand up, or I've seen people charge like for one on ones to like pick your brain, I don't know. Well, speaking of uh, day jobs, what? <laughs> what, dude? Can I hit my vape in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go uh, ahead. I don't know the bars. I don't know the bar. Uh, HQ three rules. Yeah, HQ3. You, you you haven't looked through the employee handbook HQ3. yet. Mad. <laughs> 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 so listen, dog. I may or may not be uh, joining y'all at this legendary establishment. Barstool. Maddie to Barstool. Pull up a chair. Hell yeah. Dave, come on. Let's chit chat. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. talk about the company culture. Fuck yeah. Have you spoken to him? No. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't either. You probably you probably won't. I probably won't. <laughs> yeah. So when I initially met with, you know, Ryan Gaz, yeah. um, he was like, Dave was probably gonna get wanna FaceTime with you. It's like <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> But I await patiently. Yeah. So, you know, um, listeners, I may or may not be joining and getting my own little pod going here. Little, little, uh, Hopefully people listen, although I think my va- my voice is abrasive. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm annoying. I think I have to find out how to be a, a girl at Barstool. You know what Stop I mean? Stop that. There's no. a lot going on here. Mm-mm. Hang on. You were hired for you. Not because. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know, but there's a lot of dudes here. She likes here. me for me. Yes. Not, Not because, because I am a woman Leonardo. in comedy. <laughs> that was the part of that song that always stood out to me. It's like, wait a minute. She likes you not because you're friends with Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> Dude, are you friends with Leonardo DiCaprio? Are you? Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> If you're friends with Leonardo DiCaprio, then... Or the Shania Twain song that's like, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me yeah, much. Yeah, I'm like, dude. actually, that impresses me. And I would love to meet Brad Pitt. Okay, Shania. Oh, where are you now? Still doing great? <laughs> Probably very much, yeah. My bad. So you got to cut out Putting out albums consistently and doing great shows. I don't know. I think she had a Vegas run, or am I mixing her up with no, that would make every sense. other artist? That would make yeah. sense. I feel like she's cooking, grooving. She probably lives in Nashville like the rest of them. Probably yeah. has a bar on Broadway in Nashville. Probably. Shania <laughs> Saloon. One hit of the vape. I'm like, hello. <laughs> What's in this? What's in this meth? I am feeling good. First hit of the vape. Oh, empty stomach. Coffee. We are moving and grooving, you guys. The air bar. Francis was telling his merch story. I was like, well, it was a great story. It was a great story. No, it was a great. Fucking mouth. 
Shut your fucking mouth. As I will. As I enter the barstool realm, I'm learning and I'm growing. Don't you my walk first notes that back. apology. Don't you walk that <laughs> to back. To all of my followers who I have hurt, I'm listening, learning, and I'm sitting down <laughs> to hear you. Do you guys think you'll ever... Well, you kind of ha- went through the rigmarole of apologies, right? Well, for, yeah. What's the question? I, well, you, like, I'm to- nervous for my cancellation. But we, Maddie, we talked about this briefly on the last episode, and it, oh. the the, the mm-hmm. point I, I was making was that it feels topics. like they, they're they're gone. Yeah, I think so too. They've, they've given up. If I do one, it'll just say sorry. Mm. <laughs> Short and sweet. That emoji. You think that's about like, that? Uh, yeah, I think about it. Not as daily anymore. I used to when I was first on Wild and Out because I say some pretty crazy stuff on the show, and I thought that everyone was going to come after me, but they were just like, "Wow, she really says stuff." Because I say like kind of. Crazy stuff on the show. Oh, sure. But that <laughs> you know. everybody does on that show. Yeah, but um, I'm white, and I say stuff to people that, you know what I mean? But in a way, in, in a way, that's in a like, way you are, I don't know. We're just, we're roasting. Someone, they told me it was a roast show, and yeah. I did roast battles, so yeah. Yeah. I went in a little too harsh at the beginning, though. Because at roast battles, we call, we say, like, everything. Yeah. This guy's dad died, which is why he'll never fucking blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. His brother died, which was well, fucking right. personal stuff. So I get on Wild and Out. And I'm like, you have erectile dysfunction. And they're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. And you have, did they have a talking to you about No, it? they were like, stay doing you. Some stuff uh, we can't air, though. One time a celebrity guest came on. I'm not going to say who, but it rhymes with shmushmrat. <laughs> Riff raff? No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she came on. There's this game that I always do well on. It's called Goddamn. And it's just roasting back and forth. You look like blah, blah, blah. Oh, shit. And I went against her and like actually said really rude stuff. And it was good, but they didn't air it because she asked it not to be aired. Oh, wow. So on the show, you can say as much as you want, but just to let you know, yeah. if it's like, if you go against someone who doesn't want that to be seen... And it's her say. Right. It's not going to make the episode. Mm. So you have to be more tactical has, and think about that, too. Has anyone ever come on and, and really upset Nick Cannon? Really? No. He's really? Un, he's really unupsettable. That's good. Yeah. That's That means that makes him legit. Yeah, and a I good host. I thought that there was something, I some clip I saw where it was like so-and-so on Wild and Out actually goes too far. I thought they, they made some kind of a Mariah joke or something like that. Oh, yeah, but... Um, in reality, I think he really hosts and then leaves. Interesting. He is like scheduled to the minute. Yeah. So whatever happens on stage, the minute he steps into his Escalade or whatever the fuck he's driving that day, it's like, all right, what are we doing this afternoon? So he's a... Give me a smoothie. He's an industry unto unto himself. Yeah. He's like a corporation. Yeah. Like Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Wow. Who was on this past season that we filmed? That's coming out in April. Oh, sick. Cool. In which I also say inappropriate stuff. To him? One, no, not to him. Well, a little bit. Mm. I roasted, this, this might get me in trouble. I roasted a girl and I said, I got laid last night, but your edges didn't. And um, oh. I'm a little nervous for that one. What are edges? Is that her haircut? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> when they get there. When the, I don't know either. Oh, okay. So <laughs> maybe it'll go right. Oh. God, you guys are white. What? All right. <laughs> edges? You know what edges are? Is this like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if people are wearing wigs or stuff like that, and it looks well, like their hairline I said steering. her hair, and that's <laughs> yeah. not wrong. Well... <laughs> Why is that wrong? Is that what you thought, though? 
I said, which, I yeah, I, I assume something to do. She said, get laid. Yeah, it has to do with her hair. It, it's not lying it's not flat or something like that. I'm I, looking at the only kind of like guy who looks like, you know, you look a little spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else in this room thinks that mayonnaise is spicy. So... <laughs> Um, Maddie, this so, isn't wild enough. You can't white shame us. I'm not white shaming. You're one of us. You just got hired at Barstool. Well, I never, I never said that edges joke and had people say, "Is that her hair?" <laughs> I guarantee you walk out there, ninety percent of this office does not know what edges are. Wow, this is a new environment for me. I'm gonna have to learn the new lingo. Like, yeah, all 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 birds. <laughs> and better help. Have you have you become more immersed in black culture as a result of being Definitely. on Wild Now? Definitely. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. You learn like I don't know. It sounds like stupid of me, but like I learn a lot. Sure. Because I, you know, I'm from the suburbs. Right. I'm from the suburbs, and then I started doing comedy. You get more black friends. I went to like a liberal arts school mm-hmm. in upstate New York. It was all Long Island kids and Buffalo kids. From the suburbs. SUNY Geneseo is yeah. a liberal arts school? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Where is yeah. it? It's uh, between Rochester and Buffalo okay. in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's like the college is the town. Far. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like six hours away. Wow. Really cold. I just got blacked out for like four years. Wow. Yeah. Then I got a while out. I got even more blacked out. It- <laughs> well, can I ask you a question? So, do you, are you? Am I bombing right now, or is this a good episode? Am I, I ask that question on all. I always am like, I always what's the vibes? Is it normally? My, that's my thing. I go and I go. How is this going? Is and this then, going well? Ooh, the first time I did Son of a Boy Dad, I was like, I'm bombing, and then the comments were like, Give this bitch a third mic. And I was like, Yo, I suck right now. But you know what? The listeners say what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Probably on this one, they'll say, uh, Needs a nose job. That's what a lot of people say about me. Really? Yeah. That's not very nice. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm too lazy to get one, so also look away. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, yeah. Are you, so can, are you open to talking about your last relationship? Yeah. Okay, I just wasn't sure if that, I don't know. No, much I'm about. like, which one? No, no. Okay, so I don't know. Like many, may, maybe it's a few ago. Okay, okay. But my longest, my long, my long-term you had a long one. My one. long-term normal relationship. You had yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. like a high-profile comedy relationship. Really? You, know? you think so? Sort of. Maybe it's just because I like knew both you and knew people who knew yeah, you yeah, and yeah. stuff. But you seemed like you guys were together for a while. Yeah. You were like, years. seemed really solid too. Yeah, we were. Um, I'm just wondering, like, do you guys, are you guys still cool? Are you guys friends? I never see him. Do you I never talk see to him? him. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when um, you, when you, I don't, when I end relationships, I'm like, done. yeah, I'm good. Yeah. There's I'm too speaking, much. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, a mutually de- assured destruction where <laughs> yeah. you know too much about each other, mm-hmm. where if either of you were to try to stay in each other's lives or something, it, it, it's, it just feels like it, it, too much, there's too, too much, much ammunition. I prefer non-messy relationships yeah. in my life. Not even... Not just like boyfriend, girlfriend, just like everything. Everyone in my life is straightforward. So the fact that he's not in it makes sense. Mm. Uh, other people, oh my God, I text my eyes. Oh my God, I texted my ex. Mm, couldn't be me. Right. Couldn't be me. Uh, oh my God, I sent my ex a picture of my new boyfriend. Ugh. Couldn't be me. So, and also I never see him. If I saw him more, then maybe <laughs> there'd be, hey, how are you? But I literally never see him. And also we live together in this tiny apartment in COVID. 
it's literally like, like that's what did it in like uh fucking solitary confinement buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what did it. Mm. Living with someone in a tiny space during COVID, mm-hmm. and then things started reopening. I was moving and grooving. It was mm. less like I don't like you anymore. It was like I want to be alone for this next part. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hadn't lived alone in New York City. Mm-hmm. Came into some money. Thanks to MTV, yeah. you know, uh, new opportunities. Now that stuff was a new agent. Yeah. Like, I was like ready to live alone with each, more than I wanted to be with him. With each successive season of Wild and Out that you do, did they raise your pay? Yes. And so you like, must be making really good money now. I make like good money for someone who um, could never live off of comedy before. Yeah, I make good money for. Um, where I am in my career, I don't make good money compared to maybe like I told, you know, like I opened for like Bert Kreischer. I told him how much I make, and he was like, "Ugh." <laughs> so it's awesome for me. Yeah, that's probably the highest earning comedian in the in the world this year. But I'll tell people they're like, "Oh, I thought you would make much more on an episode." But you know, we do like it's such an easy gig. We film for two weeks at a time. It's like Black People Summer Camp, mm-hmm. and we go in. We filmed 30 episodes in two weeks, so if I make X amount, I won't tell you how much, but, you know, mm-hmm. okay, fine, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling open right now. So if I make 3000 an episode, and I'm in 20 episodes, that's two weeks. Yeah, Like, right. I cannot complain. Right. Totally. So while it might be low for however much everyone else thinks I should make an episode, it's a lot for an easy gig yeah. that films everything in two weeks and then the rest of the year i don't have to think about the show at all wow it's a good that's yeah it's cool. a good perspective mm. to have on it for yeah sure. i'm all about perspective all about pers- the maddie camp loves to look at things from every <laughs> angle so dude when is uh the golf kicking back in april 1st wow isn't it amazing how like you you live literally two different years almost yes. where like there's this six months that are just dominated by golf kind of six months where there's no golf yeah it's yeah, crazy. It's sad to me. Although this year I've been so busy that I haven't felt its absence as much. That's good. Which makes me worry that when I do get back on the golf course, that that's going to mean that I'm really bad. <laughs> that's usually what that means. Yeah. Because typically in years past, I'll go down to Florida, I'll play a play little, a keep a, keep the rust somewhat at bay. I'm just going to be stepping out there with no idea. I don't even know where my golf clubs are. (laughs) That's a sickening feeling. (laughs) Well, listen, man. One thing is consistent through all of it, and that is the bird dog pant. Hell yeah. Because guess what? You can wear it on the course and off the course. Yeah, those early months of spring golf, April and May, I'm going to be need. You need pants. You sure do. You need pants. And the the bird dog pant for Mm, golf, there is none better. There is none better. And we love it. It's got the built-in underwear liner that moves with you. You can tuck your golf polo right into that underwear liner. It keeps it nice and sl- snug and lean. Keeps you looking svelte on the course. Svelte. And we are big fans of the Bird Dog pants, joggers, shorts, all the good stuff. All of it. Guys, go to birddogs.com. Use promo code OOPS. You'll get a patented Bird Dogs tumbler with your purchase. Birddogs.com. Promo code OOPS. Speaking of perspective, <laughs> Julio's got a new perspective on life from his Beautiful Ooh. new apartment. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mr. Well, King Tut over here. Well, it's funny, though, Maddie, that you talk about the living on top of each other thing, because our apartment, we did the math, 
is 28% smaller than our last really? one. Really? Yeah. Which is like a pretty big, like, I, I was sort of like, whatever, this our current apartment, our last apartment, we had a bunch of wasted space, in my opinion. Yeah. And like, it was also, while it was a big apartment, it's objectively, it was a shitty apartment. Yeah. It was yeah, really yeah, yeah. fucking loud. Like, the windows were shitty. If you move a window, like, somehow there was just dirt accumulating on oh the surface. Oh, my God. It was an old building? Yeah. Yeah, the old buildings accumulate dirt. Just, it, you know, whatever. So I was happy to get out of there. I wanted to get out of there. There was It was so How annoying. How is there dirt Dude, I don't know. accumulating? No. I, can, no, I can see dust. I literally feel like pig pen from You're Charlie Brown. Dirt. Mud? Dirt. <laughs> soil? No, no I'm soil. There soil is manure <laughs> on my floors. I'm like, these Egg old shells, buildings. Eggshells. Compost. <laughs> Banana peels everywhere. It's these old pre-war. Yeah, pre-war yeah. just accumulates. All right, sorry. Keep dust. Going. There's no, dust okay. everywhere. Yeah, I, I mean, Dirt. so dusty. There were so many things about it that were annoying. Uh, yeah. So I was really, we were really happy to be leaving, moving, whatever. And we always used to joke about, uh, you know, the idea if we were in a compartment that was too small, we hate each other, we'd break up. Like that was like this joke that was planted in our in our relationship. Mm. Like that uh-huh. is now that is. <laughs> It's an old joke. bit we had. Yeah, yeah. So I'm leaving. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so she like we were moved in two days ago. Yesterday there was still shit everywhere, and I was just kind of like bummed about it and just like not in a good mood. Our new neighborhood I don't really like. Really? I'm just like trying to. F- we're trying to figure it all. Yeah, Julio. What? I'm not feeling good about this. <laughs> well, it, listen, it is what it is. Like as far as the things that were non-negotiable. Like, this was the best apartment that we could get. Yeah. For our, our budget. What were the non-negotiables? Like, sir, I don't know. We She wanted a doorman, uh, which, you know, I'm fine with. And just, just as I understand, I guess I understand for, like, packages and all the shit, like, yeah. returns, whatever. I, I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's more to it than that. We have laundry in the unit. Which in is, the apartment. Oh, Huge. Game Dude, that is so I'd be throwing a sock at a time. I know. So yeah. that's, that wasn't a non-negotiable, but that was obviously a huge plus. Yeah. Building's beautiful. Yeah. It's new. Really good light. It's just smaller. Uh-huh. But it's great. It's a great apartment. Uh, but we, she is like bummed out about how much smaller it is because right. she like was proud of the way that she had decorated our last right. one. And now like a lot of that shit doesn't fit in the new mm-hmm. one. You know? So it's in storage now, like whatever, all good. Storage. Yeah. So like a bunch of shit's in storage, but like at the end of the day, I don't give a shit about any of that, but she is bummed about that. I'm sort of bummed about the neighborhood. So now it's been like, we're trying to overcome it and be positive. I like walk out in the living room this morning and she's just looking out the window, like, like someone who's experienced some sort of trauma. Right. You know, looking off into the distance. It was really early. I was like, what the fuck are Like Lady here? Diana when she moved into Buckingham Palace. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Didn't turn out to be how she yeah. thought it would be. Yeah. Exactly. Your uh, girlfriend throws up in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to, I don't know. Yeah, literally. Wait, but so the... Okay, but you guys don't live together during COVID. That was why... Yeah, no, we moved We in. were not allowed to leave. Yeah, and our apartment so, and is tiny. Like, how small yeah. was your guys' apartment? Um, it was, it wasn't like, like the square footage, wa- it was small. It was small, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. And it had a horrible layout where everything got centralized in this hall. Like you open the door, there's a wall right there. It was like contained and, mm. and it spread out in certain ways, but everything was, it got dirty and everything piled up and yeah. he kept shit from years, like old cords, old mouses from computers. <laughs> 
don't know what's up with guys and the cords. I do guys, too. Get rid of the cords. We're afraid. We, we don't know what it belongs to. I'm like, what? Like, but God forbid it's the cord that connects the refrigerator <laughs> to the wall. You never know. You just you never don't know. know. All the cords, the old Dude, keyboards. So the... Sierra has me go through our cord basket <laughs> cord as my <laughs> task <laughs> while she was away. And I went through it and it was as if I was trying to defuse a bomb. Yeah. I was like, I don't know about this one. Well, I guess I'll throw that out. It seems like we have four of them. I don't know. And finally she got home and she was like, you didn't do this correctly at all. And I was like, wow. "You, this is not the task for me. Dude, I was tempted when he was out of town to just like throw shit away. Does he still live yeah. there? I think so, yeah. Uh-huh. As, mm. you, as you guys know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think he has a girlfriend, so good for him. That's oh. how you know it ended well. He had a girlfriend. I was like, woo, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. I remember when you, I like, I was there when you were, like, coveting him. I remember we spoke oh, about Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. You were, like, excited. Yeah, I was excited. You were, like, you were, like, Happens. really, ch- I f- it felt like you were almost chasing him. <laughs> Why did you look to me like you needed to make a disclaimer on that? <laughs> You're, like, what, what, are you mad at me for being excited? <laughs> it happens. I'm, like, yeah. Sorry no. I liked my boyfriend. I hope so. <laughs> no, it, it's just, it, it's always so fascinating to me to see, like, the, the shift. Like, I don't know, you were... Seemed like you were pursuing him in the beginning. Is that not true? Um, I liked him. Yeah, yeah, I liked him a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I he's said, a great guy. I said, let's move this forward, baby. Yeah. Do we yeah. have a deal or not? Gave yeah. him an offer. He sat on it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, do you want me to add more blowjobs or something? <laughs> and um, really, I just think COVID. Like everyone I know broke up with their boyfriend in COVID. Yeah. My friend Stuart. It was actually my friend group, Caroline, and her boyfriend broke up. Then my friend Stuart, who's a girl, and then. And then Stuart from finance. two months later, Stuart, yes, two months, yes, thank you. You're welcome. Active listening. Um, <laughs> good boyfriend. Good boyfriend. What is that? Get mean? rid of the cords. How is active listening different <laughs> from just listening? Um, because he's indicating to me like he remembered. I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Now I'm gonna start. Now I'm gonna start doing all um, the rest of this episode. Just show Maddie how much I've been listening. And then when you go home and you talk to your wife, you say, and that what about? She'll say, oh, he's listening. Yeah, he's yeah, listening. Yeah. 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 Um, because when I brain. when I talk to you, you just listen. And I'm like, is he mad at me? You're, just, you're literally You're just listening. You're literally just listening. I'm just listening. Last night I was blabbing to you and in my head, I was like, he's mad. Keep talking. You kept saying I was I, mad at I know, you. but you were li- listening. I I'm learning the Francis language. I was processing. I was also, uh, you had told me something that I was like thrilled by. Right. So I was kind of like, wow. And those were the sounds I was I'm making. I'm pregnant. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Wow. And you you misread my facial um, expressions. <laughs> well, I'm learning. But a lot of people do that. A lot of people don't like me. Oh. Well. <laughs> And I, I was. This occurred to me. This occurred to me today. Look how Julia and I weren't like. No, we're going to let you sit in it for a bit no. before we reply. You, you and I. No. You and I, I, I. There were to, there have been a lot of times where I've thought we're very different people. and We complement each other very well. And then recently, I've started to think we're very similar. We're very similar in a lot of ways. We are neerotic in, in similar ways, and the fa- and the toll that this move has Why taken on you. Why am I getting brought you, into this? Dude? Because I'll get you. I'll get you, oh, yeah, I'll yeah, get yeah. you there. Uh, the, the toll that the move out. has taken on you. I'm. I was going home last night, just like 
shaking my head and smiling, being like, man, oh man, I just went through an identical turmoil and, right. and, and being consumed by this and letting it affect me in the same issues, same exact issues. Uh, and you're, you're dealing with them the exact same way that I did. Yeah. And I wondered if I should call you and just now that I'm on the other side of it and I've made my peace, try to give you some of the lessons that I've learned. But then I worried that, of course, that might not be advice that you would want. But you, were co- you were comforting, though, last night. Yeah. Okay, good. When I talked to you about it, you were comforting. Good. Yeah, because 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 yeah, we we struggle. He and I with um, oversharing. We don't want to overshare. Not uh, oversharing, and also not wanting to. Guys are so weird. We don't want to give each other advice that comes off um, either patronizing or like we would know more than the other would. We're so careful of protecting this equal partnership that we have that we fear condescension right like absolutely if he's, if he's like yeah. oh i just did this flight i'm afraid of being like oh i did, I did that flight <laughs> i i, I want to be like <laughs> i know what you mean neither of us <laughs> yeah, want yeah. to brag yeah. to each other no bragging and neither of us want to <laughs> you know to the degree where he'll be like i just got this thing and then if i were to have gotten it myself i wouldn't tell him Right, because I don't want to undercut his accomplishment, and he does the same thing. Oh, like, yeah, I know what oh, you mean. Right. Or, mean. or, or, like, to the, it, it is gotten almost insane. <laughs> we just sit there yeah. like this now. Yeah, really. Congratulations, <laughs> I am proud of you. Yeah, and You're Francis is like, so well. I'll hold off my good news till tomorrow. It's got <laughs> to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, won't, I won't share good news, or he won't share good news because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to undercut my good news. Right. Right. That's true. It's true. And uh, we just kind of, I don't, I don't know. I think you could get a little bit, you know, it might be a little surface level with you guys thinking this way. We, you need to get deeper with each other. We, we are deep, though. We talk relentlessly, and we are, we are huge proponents of being proud of each other. Absolutely. And I think that's at the basis of all of this, but mm-hmm. we've almost overcorrected with Too that. Too proud. Like, yeah. to the I'll point where we have to protect our pride in each other. Like if Julio's going to Canada and he has concerns, you won't even tell him what happened on your trip. You won't even give yeah. advice. Yeah. Because you're so proud. Yes. I'll let him tackle it. <laughs> you don't even give him warnings about like a comedy club owner who's a freak. Yeah. You, yeah. It's, it's just like, I don't know. It's hard because there are times where it would be ridiculous to not give advice. He was going on a honeymoon somewhere where I had been. And he was, we were talking about immunizations. Like, obviously, I'm, I can, I'm happy to chime in in that situation. You know what I mean? But there are things where, like you said, it would be weird. Like, yeah. if it's, oh, I did that, or, or I know, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you it's can't, confusing. like, parent each other. Either. No, no. But, but all of this is supposed to say, well, how did we get here? Why were we? Because you said you and Julio are more alike. Oh, and I said that people oh. don't like me. The right. biggest, <laughs> the right. biggest difference yeah. in us, in, in spite of our, so in our similar ways, is that no matter what, you are so likable. Everybody likes you. And That's I crazy. don't have that. I don't have that. Everyone. That is a gift. I am not. I am. People are are oriented to dislike me. Why do you think that is? Because you're so fucking jacked. 
<laughs> you're looking jacked, dude. dude Why you're did that? Looking jacked. That's strange. Guess what? We were talking guess what? about. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Yeah, you were on stage last night, and we were <laughs> you're busting out of your polo, oh, yeah. fucking <laughs> body type of a comedian who just booked a Marvel movie and yeah, is now literally. jacked. Like oh, you got the Kumal yeah. treatment up no there, way. except you just you were born <laughs> jacked. This and is too much. Julia was like, "Motherfucker had a cold this week, and he still looks jacked." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he had a cold this week? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> On stage is fucking, what's up, you guys? I have a hot wife. Oh, God. I have a hot wife and a Tesla. Fuck you. You guys. You, you guys. guys. Stop it, don't stop. You I, guys. Can no. you care if people don't like you? Because you're I, like, you're I'm like. I'm okay with it. You're, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm you have okay a pretty good it. life. No, I I get it. I <laughs> I accept it. Right. Um, and I know that it must be my doing. Um, because at some point you can't have rubbed so many people wrong and continue to think, why does everyone? But the interactions you told me where people like didn't like you, like, um, I, I've been this, like weird. We, we've, like we've brought this up a lot, and Julio has been a, a phenomenal uh, counsel to me o- over this. Uh, and it's fine. Well, he doesn't know how much he should counsel because he's proud. <laughs> I so <laughs> he doesn't want to overstep. I <laughs> he's like I, I need Francis to figure out his journey with people not liking him. Yeah. I can't interject too much. I talk I talk down to people without knowing that I'm talking down right. to them. I think is a is a big part of it. Right. And 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 I don't I don't necessarily mean it, but it comes off that way. Right. And I didn't. This didn't occur to me until recently. Who, did someone say that to you? Yeah, uh, Kelly Keegs over here in Barstool said, because because Jordan Woodruff on for when they held the Mean Girl pod said I was answering their. Oh, oh I was sitting out there when she came and said that to you. Yeah, and the, Jordan said that, that I answered their questions in a patronizing way, and I was like, I didn't feel like I did that, and Kelly then was like, you are patronizing without realizing that you're. I think you're too high IQ to be in this world, in this comedy world. But there's a there's a there's a character there. You I should mean, be a doctor. A, there's a space for that. You should be a lawyer. There's a fish that, out of well, no, water. No, but I'm saying I think there is a space for it. But I think that's why people are like, what, what? who is this guy who eats like, like make sure he gets his omega threes. Yeah. You know, they're like yeah. fish oil. Like who is this guy? Uh-huh. Right. Sharing that's, concern. That's, yeah. That's why people in the comedy world. From- decorated man like yourself perhaps i'm trying to like wrap my head around the specifics that's why i'm saying in the comedy world but if you worked at morgan stanley you would be king of the castle i'd just be normal right it'd be fine right comedians but that that is interesting because i feel like comedians in general are people who like to share insight or give advice or whatever un- yeah. unsolicited all the time yeah. but it and it's it's they're just like what that what it is but from you I could understand it coming off as whatever for some reason. Yeah. yeah. We don't need to, honestly, I, I feel like I've done this a lot and, and I don't, I don't really need to figure it out. I'm very glad we have built a podcast over all these years where our fans, our beloved listeners probably are aware of my negative traits, but accept me in spite of them. I feel like I'm not going to say something here. That all of a sudden, hundreds of listeners are going to be like, mm-mm, fuck that, I'm out. No, I think they're on board. Yeah. They're on the Francis train, so. They're on the us train, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is nice. Boy, I'll tell you, 
Sierra's been away for the last two nights, and I'm waking up, and typically she, as an angel, brings me a beautiful mm. cup, glass of my iced oat milk latte featuring the Oop Beans blend from Brooklyn Roasting Company, our patented, authentic, personalized coffee beans mm. that we have with Brooklyn Roasting, the best coffee roaster in the land. In the land. And she's not here. And I have to drag myself out of bed and make the coffee myself. And I know that's fine. It's different, though. It's just not the same. Not the same. Something about waking up with that sleepy mouth, you know, my lips are stuck together, and letting the Brooklyn roast, that iced oat milk latte, that beautiful, rich Brooklyn roasting taste, clear out that sleep from my mouth and then my brain. That's the first thing I want. Yep. And I, I miss it dearly. I miss her. <laughs> Got to get her back, baby. I know. Got to get her back. Get her back. <laughs> uh, guys, we have our own coffee at Brooklyn Roasting. If you're not familiar, it's the best coffee in the land. Truly. <laughs> Truly it is. Uh, go to brooklynroasting.com right now to check out the Oops Blend. The Oops Beans. Use promo code Oops Beans. That's 5% off. Brooklynroasting.com. Get any of the coffees they have, but especially our coffee. BrooklynRoasting.com. Well, what and, things um, don't you like about yourself, Maddie? What don't I like about myself? <laughs> about your personality? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> are the things you're they, they, you're self conscious about that you think are a thing that aren't, or you're not sure if they are? Um, okay, you'll have to give me a second to think because okay. obviously I'm perfect. <laughs> um, Francis and I have the same problem. Like people don't like me because like I'm so pretty. Um, <laughs> you look good, but you you've had a pretty significant glow up. Is that rude to say? No, I think so too. Yeah, I think I've been looking good. I think I grew into my fucking bod in the past couple of years. Started going to Orange Theory. You're started... a, a devout fitness. Yeah, I person. am fit, but you know I've been a lot of weights, and now I've been staying the same weight for a little bit. So I've been feeling good. Mm. I was a big yo-yoer in my twenties. <clears throat> you ate How a lot of those. How significant was the yo-yoing? So, <laughs> what'd you Many say? Breakfast. I said what'd you ate say? a lot of those. <laughs> yes. Yo-yos are a uh, snack cake. Are they yo-yos or ho-hos? That's how fucking fit Francis is. I mean, it's me <laughs> trying, to pretend, trying to pretend no. like I know processed foods. No, I did not yo-yos. eat yo-yos. Cool. I did not eat any ho-hos, ding-dongs. That'd be like me coming on... Uh, that like Ho-hos. me coming on wild now and being like, I've been listening to a lot of Lil Nas Q lately. Like, <laughs> How's a- everyone's edges? ASAP Berg, I've heard How's of him. Everyone's yeah. edges. Yeah. Uh, but I did like how you explained to her what yo-yos were. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, I was eating a lot of froyo. How about that? Froyo, froyo dieting. Yeah. So when I was in, I entered college and was like. <laughs> Kind of thick, and then like in the middle of college, I got really fit, but in an unhealthy way. Dude, I look so good though. You just and, weren't eating. Yeah, or on I was on that twelve hundred cal a day type of wow. that every girl finds at some point in their life. Jeez. Every girl goes through that. It's fun for a second, and you can't sleep. And, um, <laughs> but do you like wake up energized because you're starving? Um, when you're in your and when you're in that phase, yeah, yeah, you're like so excited for breakfast. You go to sleep, you're like, hmm, what am I going to make tomorrow? But your whole world is revolved around, like, you go out with your friends, you don't eat like they would, they do. You know, it's yeah. like a very unbalanced That's lifestyle. Sad, it's like yeah. celebrity prepping for a role. What, what, and I was running like six miles a day. What put you into that? Um, I don't know. Just kind of body dysmorphia. Yeah. 
wanting to be skinny, wanting to be really skinny, wanting to, uh, you know, get attention from dudes. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. Dude, dudes are so shallow. It's crazy. Yeah. The minute, yo, know, when my semester of junior year started, I was like literally 120 pounds. So skinny. And dudes flocked to me. I was like, really? y'all motherfuckers never even looked at me before. Yeah, it was crazy. I was getting flirted with. I was getting nagged. Oh, it was amazing. Best six months of my life. Then I gained 80 pounds. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Then no one spoke, spoke to me. Wow. <clears throat> I also looked so like wow. shit and dressed like shit. When you gain weight, you just wear big boxy clothes. You're like, no one can tell. Yeah, they can, ho. <laughs> Your face looks like the moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> got the Milky Way out here. <laughs> you guys don't know if you should laugh, Wait, because, but I'm fine now. That was like early 20s. Then that weight stayed on for a while. Then I spent all of my early 20s trying to lose that weight, actively trying to like lose five that years? Weight. Yeah, binge eating, stress eating, feeling fat as fuck, looked fat as fuck at my sister's wedding. Luckily, she got divorced, so... Eh. <laughs> wait, wait. all the pictures are gone you said you spent your 20s trying to lose that weight yeah it was like a very distracted 20s but were you said you were binge eating though yes i was is that it would like be a binge and then like two days of like eating healthy i was always trying to get back to that like summer of like yeah. 1200 calories but you can't go back to that because it's physically not sustainable right so i kept trying to do that and then when i moved to new york city I was pretty chunky for my first couple years living here. And then one day I woke up and I was like, I don't want to fucking feel like this anymore. Stop drinking for a while. That was able to help me regulate my like food and stuff like that. Because when you get rid of all these extra triggers, then I started normalizing. Then I started eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then all of a sudden I was down like 40 pounds just wow. from like passively losing weight, wow. which I think How is the way to go. Happened? Like eight months, yeah. I was like, oh shit, I look kind of skinny. And then. After like my relationship ended, that's when I was like, yo, let's get fit as fuck. And then I started going to Orange Theory. Mm -hmm. Over COVID, I was running a lot, but that's where you get that, like, when you're not doing strength training, strength training, that's when you get, like, and just cardio, that's when bitches get kind of skinny fat, yeah. which is where, like, you still got, you don't, like, look good and, or, sorry, you don't look how you want to in a bikini or whatever, because you, your, your bones are just sitting there with, like, fat on them. Mm -hmm. Then I started doing strength training. Oh, yeah. bitch is looking good. Yeah, telling, yeah. Telling yeah. Also, it's good for later in life. The earlier you do strength training, the healthier you'll be later in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the more, like, fat won't hang off your body, mm -hmm. like a clothes draped over a chair. Mm -hmm. So... Now I'm down to, you know, whatever weight I am. I don't weigh myself because that's when I get into OCD level. Mm -hmm. Sorry to throw that mental illness around. Yeah. Like it's playful. It's not really that. But during COVID, I started weighing myself every day and I got into this like really bad rhythm of like the day would depend on what my weight was. Oh, man. Yeah. That's Did I say tricky. too much? No, 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 no. It's fascinating. So, but now I'm at the point where like for a few years I've been the same. So mm -hmm. I feel safe. I feel safe to... You know, go out. I don't feel restricted anymore. Mm -hmm. I feel like pretty healthy lately. Great. Yeah. I feel really good. Nice. Yeah, you look great. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, you do. Some days I don't. Some, you know, sometimes I'll go out on a road gig and eat too much, feel like shit. Body dysmorphia kicks in, but. It's so hard to keep your shit together on the road. Yeah, it is. It's so hard. I mean, yeah. not like we were in North Dakota. There's. Even at the Mall of America, we we could, we tried. I tried, tried to get a salad, and we went to this one place that had it was a it was a fast 
pasta place. In the food court. Triada Italiano or some bullshit. Oh. And they were making, you know, the thing they make there are pasta bowls. Okay, the bowls. But then they had salads. And I was going up the line and um, make, I'm like, can I make us the salad? And I'm looking in the bins of vegetables. And there's a broccoli bin. And all the broccoli tops were black Ew. with mold. Ew. With mold? Mold or just they were old. Uh, Ew. They were black. That's really Brown old. and black tops. Ew. And I thought, I don't, I don't even think I should eat this. That's the thing. Like the salads on the road, it's like I might as well just get the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Pasta. And so you kind of just throw in the towel and just hold on for dear life for a couple of days and then... <laughs> Get home and feel like you need to detox from all the yeah. cooking oil and bullshit yeah. that you've eaten. That's how I feel. I have to detox um, yeah. every time I go out of town. I was just in Boston with Theo and Brendan Saglo came with us. He was on keto. Saglo? How's yeah. it going for him? He actually did well. He he didn't eat anything that we were eating. Because he lost a bunch of weight? I haven't seen him in a... I don't know. He said he did it last year and he lost a lot of weight, so he's doing it again. Boston, you can get solid food. Yeah. That's a good city. He did a lot city. of shrimp. We did steak, yeah. stuff like that. But I was eating like clam chowder out of a bread bowl. Mm. I like to eat. Yeah, same. Is the thing. Yeah. I, I, I do think uh, my, I've finally hit that thing where people would say, when I used to be like, oh, I can eat whatever I want. I've got a crazy metabolism. It's, uh, it's coming home to roost. <laughs> the metabolism has decided to slow down. Really? Yeah, I've noticed it. Yeah. Yeah, like I, after I can't, a big weekend or something. I can't exercise to offset whatever I yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah. Now I need to bring the diet. It's in the diet because yeah. I eat a lot. Exercise, I think, is like for health mm-hmm. now and mental health too. But I don't see it as a weight loss yeah. component. Yeah. Well, so as fit people, though, so like you are, you know, your bodies are in places that you're happy with, presumably, mm-hmm. right? Do you feel always like always room for improvement? Right, right. Summer's around the corner. But I hear, but but what all, everything you've said indicates to me that like you're generally m- m- more towards the happy. Yeah, definitely. End of the spectrum. The yeah. So do you feel like, like you said, you can go out and sort of like eat, drink, like whatever, and not feel a ton of pressure as long long as you know that like you're going to stick with your like strength routine. Yeah, and, like all pretty much. Yeah. Kind of just eat when I'm hungry now. Yeah. Try to make it the most healthful choice. But if I'm out with my friends, I'm not going to do a salad with chicken and the dressing on the side. Yeah. While motherfuckers all get smash burgers. Right. right. I'm going to enjoy my time. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Balance. It's a lot better. Solid. Yeah. It's way better. But, you know, it's a struggle for everyone. Well, Maddie, we can't wait to hear more from you. That's what we're ending on? As you... Me talking about how fat I was? Yeah, it seems like a great springboard towards your new career here at Barstool. Well, I look forward to working with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Francis and I are going to cook. Yeah. We're going to cook. We're going to start a new series called um, Ginger... Ginger Gin- Bears. G- ginger Soup. Matching <laughs> matching carpet and drapes. Carpet yes. matching drapes. Fire crotch. Yeah, fire crotch is united. Uh, Do you have orange pubes? Of course. Cool. I, I can't imagine people, when I, people ask me that question, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah. You know? Why wouldn't I have yeah. it would be pre- I don't know. pubic hair Sometimes that is Sometimes people's consistent. pubes surprise me. Yeah. Sometimes you go down dark as fuck. Okay. Mm. Guys' pubes are crazy. 
Yeah. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan, have we got any facts? Uh, Ryan, facts not necessarily Ryan. a fact today, but we do have a bit of insight. There's an active listening masterclass available to download online good. for fourteen ninety nine. It's twenty five percent off right now. Oh, good. So get at it, and yeah. it's a total of thirty one minutes good. long. I'm not doing well, thirty one that. minutes. That'll be good for you. Why don't you <laughs> fucking stuff it? As I actively listen to you, it sounds like you have some aggravation in your uh, heart right now. Um. I don't know what to say to that. Right. It's okay. I, I mean, yes. <laughs> That's not untrue. We've talked about this. There's also something wrong with my heart. Oh. Which is why it's sad that you're making fun of What's me. What's wrong for with it. your heart? We don't know. We haven't <laughs> figured that out. Did you go to the doctor? No. What do you mean? His heart. A lot of pain. people wait. A lot of people DM me and said that they thought it, they thought it was this. They thought it was that. What do you mean? You get chest pain sometimes? Something wrong with my heart. Oh. And you're out here making fun of me for Well, I was it. just talking about the emotional state. I didn't know you were you were at a health risk. Yes. I am at a risk. Okay. Well, I apologize. Well, that's okay. I accept. Maybe you have a murmur. <laughs> Murmurs. <laughs> such a pathetic term for that. Uh, it sounds like something soft and gentle, that a way that mermaids communicate. <laughs> right. Um... Ryan, any other facts? A heart murmur is a blowing, whooshing, or rasping sound heard during a heartbeat. Oh, wow. Maybe <laughs> That's you a have quick that. fact. Murmur. Yeah. Do you have a heart murmur? I don't know. It feels more like there's a, a, a tissue is being pulled apart. Crap. I hope you're okay. Maybe it's something more pectoral than in the heart. Yeah. If you think it's tissue. Someone, you mentioned the subway really quick. I, I got off. Did I tell you this? I don't know. I got off the A train. I got off the A train at High Street, and uh, I was at the back, the the most, the rearmost train, and there was, I guess you'd say, boards that had been put up in the middle, right? So I couldn't have crossed the platform to the other side uh, because they were doing construction. So it was a very narrow walkway between me, the train, and these boards. And so I was sort of almost tiptoeing along the yellow line. Mm -hmm. And I came within two inches of stepping in a gigantic pile of human excrement. Oh, my gosh. Uh, huge, uh, huge human uh, poop pile. In an old building? That'll be in your bedroom. <laughs> that was gross. It was there, and then I found the person that had created it. Oh wow! Who was taking a nap on an electrical machine, sleeping so soundly, yeah, so soundly within two feet of his poop, as if that were protecting him. He knew that no one would come close to him because he'd pooped around himself. Dude, it was so much poop, and uh, it was so bad that I couldn't. I it was it was in my mind as I was eating my dinner. Ew! I couldn't. It was hard to Ew. swallow. I had the vision of it. I had the smell of it. It was so bad. What were you eating? Lentil soup. Oh, we were eating a healthy. Yeah. We were eating a healthy dinner. That's awful. It's like an Asian stir fry. Right. Yeah. Not good. 
I'm so those, sorry. Those are the facts, Ryan? That's what we got. Those are the facts. Maddie, where can we find you on the road? Oh, dude. Dude, dude, dude. Indianapolis. Helium? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. In the widow womb, no. Nice. Because I'm a widow baby. That's a good room. That's I'm an up and comma. No, you're That's not. That's what the name Sam got me for four years. She is heat. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm simmering. Cool her down. Oh, Indianapolis is in April. What else is coming up? Chicago, Denver, Nashville. Sick. Yeah, MaddieSmithComedy.com. That's M-A-D-D-Y Smith. Smith, S-M-I-T-H dot C-O-M. So Maddie Smith on all the medias. Nice. Awesome. Uh, You guys know me, the Hero We Need tour rolls on. We are in Chicago this weekend at Zany's, (laughs) and then we're off to uh, Vulcan Gas Company next weekend in Austin, then on to the House of Comedy in Dallas, San Francisco with Old Sass. Then we're on to uh, West Virginia. I've got Buffalo in there as well. Tickets at FrancisEllis.com. Oh, awesome. I'm also doing Stanford Comedy Club, Stanford in right. March 29th, and it's a huge room, so please come out. Nice. <laughs> um, I got uh, Comedy Connection, Rhode Island, uh, Helium, Philly, Yonkers Comedy Club all in April. Uh, May, I'm in New Jersey, Boston, and then uh, Nashville, Austin, Detroit, Seattle. All my website as well. Not Julio.com. Look forward to seeing you there. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Maddie. Thank Welcome you. to Barstool. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bye. Bye.